Hello, my name is Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast. Today, we're gonna be talking about relationship detox. This is something that many people need to be doing in their lives, whether they're aware of it or not. Uh, This podcast is very much going to be focused on what you need to do to center yourself, focus on the relationship you have with yourself, and some really interesting techniques to uh, kind of cast away negative energy from yourself. And in doing so, you're able to avoid other people's drama, avoid other people's toxic energy, avoiding toxic people, avoiding making mistakes in uh, wrong decisions in your personal and professional life because you are working on yourself. Our guest today, David Router, is someone who I've worked with personally for the really well over a year, uh, almost a year and a half, and he has really helped me tremendously with his techniques, with his uh, take on helping to improve your intuition and what he calls functional consciousness to uh, you know, discard like these negative messages, that negative energy that we're constantly fielding, and how to really focus in on our our own intuition, our own personal messages, and what all that means, and the practical tips on how to employ his his knowledge and his techniques. So really, really interesting podcast today, really fun podcast. Um, I really love talking about, you know, self-help because for me, you know, I'm very smart. I've, you know, I've read all the psychology books. I've had hundreds of hours of therapy from all different kinds of therapists and things like that. Just always looking to improve myself, always seeking answers, always seeking the meaning of life and wanting to feel better physically and, uh, and emotionally and spiritually. And with David, I really felt like I, I, I really was able to take my, my consciousness and my spirituality and my happiness to the next level. And that's why I wanted to have him on the show so you can experience those same benefits for yourself. Toxic metals are one of the biggest contributors to fatigue. My name is Wendy Myers, and in my decade of research, I have discovered that toxic metals affect mitochondrial performance. Your mitochondria are little cells powerhouses that make your body's energy. And toxic metals like arsenic, aluminum, thallium, and cesium, those poison enzymes that produce energy in your body. These toxic metals are found in your air, food, and water. They're everywhere. They're unavoidable in our environment today. Everyone has them in their body. The question is what metals do you have and at what levels? Click the link below to take my quiz to evaluate your level of heavy metal toxicity. So our guest, David Router, he is a functional consciousness, energy instructor, and visionary author. For more than 30 years, internationally recognized uh, Australian native David Router has shared his exceptional gifts and insights in functional consciousness and subtle energy. Considered a master energy instructor, healer, and functional consciousness trainer by those who have experienced his work. Uh, David has created a series of functional consciousness exercises 
which are also called reflective body mechanics, which enables a client to experience and assess the areas of consciousness that are active and productive and the parts that are detuned or possibly destructive. Functional consciousness strengthens the ability to make choices based on deeper awareness and assessment of interactions and relationships in both personal and professional life. David is able to see energy, which enables him to guide people to connect to their combined subconscious and unconscious to release embedded patterns of behavior which have restricted the participant's ability to change life patterns. Once released, uh, you're able to reconnect to and open your personal energy fields for a more productive and synchronized life. This results in a stronger intuition and the ability to protect yourself from unhealthy relationships. And boy, don't we all need that. (laughs) David Router is dedicated to helping others lead more self-fulfilled lives and to reconnect with the deepest core of their being through the systems of exercises he's developed. Through individual and group sessions and workshops, he's helped countless others heal from the effects of psycho-emotional, spiritual, and physical trauma and regain the ability to lead their lives with inner peace and clarity. David is a heart math certified trainer, founder of Reflective Body Mechanics, endorsed by Helping Parents Heal, an international nonprofit organization dedicated to assisting bereaved parents and is the author of Conversations Through My Soul of Presence. You can learn more about David at davidrouter.com. David and Lilla, thanks so much for coming on the show. Sure. Great to be here. I've been wanting to do this podcast for so long because I've been working with David for quite some time personally. We were doing weekly sessions for a period of time and I was just helped so much by, you know, by working with you and taking measures to reduce my stress by protecting my energy field and by you know working on my functional consciousness and all these other concepts that we're going to discuss and clarify and the benefits of on the show today so uh, a focus of our show is going to be about relationship detox so what is that exactly the biggest thing about detoxing is that um, everybody has all these um forceful and stressful and very manipulative um, bits of energy that come at them. And people are so unaware that um, they're really affected by so much of this um, energy that it's it's sort of pushes them around and sometimes they think it's theirs, but it's, it's really not theirs. And um, really this affects every type of relationship that we have and especially our personal ones because Kids are the worst, actually. They bring home so much junk from school and and you feel it straight away. Or the energy that they've picked up at school, it pushes them all around while they're at school and then they come home and they're a mess because they've been picking up all this stuff But and then you take it on. Or especially um, in the workplace, um, you've, you've accumulated this um, stress 
from everybody giving it to you at, at work and then plus your spouse has it and it comes home and it's just like this big modge-podge of stress. It's like pushing you around. So, And this is something that um, you found immediately when I pointed out to you and I said, man, you're just taking on so much people's stress. And, and you said, yeah, I am, but how do I do it? And that's one of the biggest things we worked on because um, the biggest thing is that as soon as we find any type of stress in our body, what happens is it tends to detune us. So detuning is basically where your intuition, and if you imagine intuition, because it is a part, intuition is actually a consciousness, yeah? So we have lots and lots of different types of um, consciousness. It's, I mean, conscious, everyone says, when as soon as we start to talk about consciousness, everyone just thinks it's one thing, yeah? But it's not. It, it's this huge, it's this huge body of different types of conscious that we have. And what happens is they all split. So to give you an idea what it looks like for me, um, because I can see, because I can definitely see what energy looks like and I can see where conscious looks like. And when I look at somebody you look a little bit like a circuit board where you're all shorting out and everything's all going haywire, which means that all your messages are all becoming discombobulated and it's very hard then to pick the right message up because what happens is imagine you're going through your body and it picks up one vital message, but then it might miss a lot of the very vital parts. Then you get onto something that's, really got nothing much to do with you because that could be a little bit of somebody else's information that you've picked up there but you think oh that's really relevant i've got to i've got to run with that and as you found it's like we we make all these reactions and responses but sometimes they're completely wrong because as you found something you thought was really important to you was something body, somebody else's crap, basically. Yeah, I mean, you've explained it to me whereby another person, uh, say someone that cares about you or someone that doesn't care about you, can be sending negative energy to you or negative thoughts, and then you can kind of interpret that as that's your thoughts or that's your feelings. Exactly, exactly. And it can be this and this negative self-talk that people that some people are really just consumed by um, that can really take over their lives. It's something that they need to be aware of. That can be coming not from internal dialogue, but because other people are just sending this negative energy towards you, or they can be sending positive energy towards you um, in the form of prayer or just thinking about you. And you know, all that gets into the collective matrix, so to speak, and we receive that that information. And it's about being aware of that and interpreting that and even protecting yourself from that, being aware of it. And you teach people tools to protect themselves from that so they can be feel better and you know show up better in the world. That's the biggest thing. It's My work is basically making people bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I want to show people that they have all these amazing little abilities and they have... Because when you detune, you forget about all the good stuff. We tend to go to the crap. You focus, <laughs> focus on the bad on, thing. Oh, focus we, on we focus negative. on what we don't have. Yeah. And what we, because 
um, it's a bit like people say, how do you do this all day? You know, you, you're looking at people's crap. I said, no, I'm looking at where you have potential. I don't look at the crap because if I just looked at the crap, that's what you'd get because, <laughs> as you, you know, said, actually to that point, I, I, I explain this to people a lot. Like um, the hardest thing for me to deal with when I st- first started working with David was like I tried to. Uh, I was a very type A successful business person and I tried to create plans and achieve goals and focus on tasks and measure tasks. And oftentimes I set myself into a situation of expectations that were far below what I could actually receive. And so even though I was moving uh, forward and progressing and being successful, what I've learned is that if you just let everything go and you show up every day and you stay open and free and you connect to your energy and your messages, what you will find is that you will say yes and doors will open that you never even knew existed. And then the outcome is at the end of the day, you look back and say, wow, this was a better day than I could have ever planned for. But staying in that mindset is very difficult for people because you do you do one of two things. You either stay in this, like it's kind of like a flowing river, like you're stuck behind a rock and you're stuck there and it's a big obstacle. Whatever that obstacle is, it may be a relationship, it may be a child, it may be a partner. You're just stuck there and you you're trying to figure out how to get around it instead of just letting it go. And it's so much easier to just let it go and then you move around it. And then when you get to the other side, you find things that you didn't even expect to find. But staying open to that and understanding that your consciousness subconsciously is available to you every day to reach and access and 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 have accessible uh, uh, access to it throughout the day. It's like a lot of people, you know, I meditate, do yoga. You do those things to get into this space where you have clarity and confidence and what you're doing and calmness. But when you do David's work and you are consistent and disciplined to it, it's kind of like working out. Like physically, when you work out, when you work out every day, every day you feel stronger and you're in better condition. With David's work, it's the same thing. Like initially, you'll start to feel some change and some shifts. But the more you do it, the more you progress. And then you wake up one day and realize that the way you live your life and the things you're attracting and the things that have been released are so significant that you don't notice it on a day-to-day basis, much like working out. But after six months in, you realize, wow, I'm in a much better position than I've ever been in. And because I've worked with David for a number of years and I actually work to promote David, I have heard feedback from so many professionals and, and, and you know parents and spouses and people in the business workplace who realize that if you do this work and you stay open and you change our whole cycle of behavior, which is that you actually let go, which very successful people have a difficult time doing, but you let go and you stay focused on being present and accessing and clearing up all those other messages that aren't yours and just reconnecting to yours, your daily life is so full of active consciousness at every moment that when you interact with somebody, you immediately know, are they sincere? Are they authentic? Are they here to support me? Are they good for me? Are they good for me? Yeah. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) That's that's a big thing too, because um, before you talked about um, negative energy and positive energy. And um, one of the things I teach people is how we use subtle energy. And that's one of the first things I sort of showed you, Wendy, yeah? And it's so where we use, because everyone is sort of pretty much aware when someone's very negative. I mean, we just go, oh, just back off, buddy, yeah? But over positive energy is actually where um, people 
they're inviting they're sort of like they're over nice and they're inviting you to um, join their band almost and that's where they always manipulate you and it's 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 almost pass it is passive aggressive basically it starts out really nice but it's where people are over nice to get you to basically come into line with their what they want from you so it just means you very once you learn how to use neutral energy you're very aware of what's actually going on in the world and um we take notice of the little things rather than the big things because the tiny little things are the ones that all of a sudden they all add together and then they create a big – then you're able to see the big picture because if you just start trying to look at the big picture, you don't see it. So it's like looking at little sound bites. Yeah, I mean, once I started working with you, especially after that first session, I just felt this tremendous just release of stressors release of negative energy. It was very profound. And I just felt so much better. And I just really wanted to get your work out to so so many other people out there that are just really not aware of uh, this this phenomenon where these subtle this subtle energy or doing energy work or uh, whatever it is that you want to call it you call it functional consciousness um, you know people need to be aware of this that there's uh, there's other people's thoughts and feelings and emotions and energy being directed at you and we do it to other people too we're constantly thinking about other people praying for them like oh god i wish you would just go jump in a lake or whatever you're <laughs> thinking um well, you know that that affects why, them they feel it that's why um one of the biggest things i do is i teach people that everyone has this one ability that they all sometimes people aware of it and some people do it amazing and that's called scanning so everybody basically scans, okay? It's a bit like when you meet somebody for the very first time, they haven't opened their mouth, they haven't said a thing, and you've basically scanned that person because we all do it, and we've scanned that person, and we've got so incredibly close to what that person was like. If we went back, say, in two years after first meeting that person, we'd realize that when we first scanned that person, we were so incredibly close. Every now and again, we might, we might miss some little traits, but hey, it was only a five-minute soundbite, you know? So everybody does this. But what I also teach people to do is how, instead of scanning everybody else, I teach you how to scan you so that you're aware of what you're actually putting out, what your message is saying. It also means that everybody thinks the consciousness is all in the head, yeah? It's not. Our whole physical body, our whole spirit body has to be conscious. And that's the thing. When we scan, we're actually picking up what is consciously going on in that person because it just it, it automatic, we automatically pick it up. We're, we're wired for it, you know, different vibrations, frequency, tones, and harmonics. We, we pick it all up. But where we're closed off, we have what is like a, a really shallow vibration and frequency and doesn't, doesn't really do much. But where we're functional, it's really long. Um, also, 
where we use consciousness, it tends to be we use light. And that's something that I've shown you how, how, how we actually work. And one of the, the biggest things is that, and it's so simple to teach people because everybody's actually wired for it. They just forgot about it. And it's, and it's one of the biggest things, as, as you know, I teach everybody, this is going to be fun. Don't treat it like it's a session or don't treat it like it's, it's too, it's, it's over-complicated, um, okay? What we're going to do is we're just... I always look so yeah. much forward to working with you because I would just feel such this tremendous stress relief and relaxation yeah. after I do sessions with you because I really think so many of the benefits of the t learning about the work that you do and employing it in your everyday life, it really helps people to eliminate burnout they develop a, a stronger and greater awareness of their intuition and like confidence in their decision making because you feel like you can sense what's right for you and what isn't and tune out what doesn't work and focus in on what your path is supposed to be. And I just feel like, you know, you can prevent attracting chaos and toxic relationships. Like for me, I don't worry about that as much. I feel confident I'm going to choose the right relationships or partnerships or friends and what have you. And that, and that can apply to your business, uh, your business as well as your personal life. And, you know, attracting people that support you and enhance your life rather than drag you down, you know. And I think it also can really bring a lot more calmness into your day where you're no longer attached to other people's drama and dysfunction. I mean, there's so many yeah. different benefits to doing this type of work. And it's benefit, benefited me in, in all of the above ways. I love, I mean, for me, it's, it, it gets sort of personal because I see the people change very quickly, usually. Um, obviously, it's been a bit harder for some people who are a bit on a lot of medication. But even those, once we show them how to wean off medication and with their doctor and whatever, but um, people change very rapidly and they, and they move very quickly. But the best thing is... Um, especially for the lady of the house because you're the central you're the central pin in the household right so once you start doing this work your household tends to change quite a lot most um, most households become calmer and the kids um, often when they they start they start communicating basically that's the best thing you know most most families start communicating and um, I've had this feedback time and time and time again where people have said, you know, their house is so much more calmer. Um, people are starting to communicate with them. But the biggest thing is once you start to find your own conscious messages, you become incredibly more confident. I mean, if you're confident, you're strong, yeah? I mean, the strength and the confidence, it all comes together, yeah? So if you're strong and confident, it means that you tackle things and sometimes where things where you would have let them just slide and you'd say, oh, or you probably wouldn't even notice them. That's the other thing. Once you're confident and you're strong, you notice so many more things, whereas before, oh, no one ever saw that before, but that person could have been doing that for a year or years and it, and it just slid by you. And now all of a sudden you notice but it's um, 
people are also tuned in to you being a certain way. So you move quickly, but sometimes they're left behind a little bit for a couple of weeks until they realize, hey, you're shifting totally, you're, mo you're moving totally differently and I can't get away with that crap that I used to. Uh, and then it, it becomes quite a shock to um, some families because all of a sudden it's like, no, because you're bringing in, once you have confidence and you're strong, you don't put up for crap, you know, you want, you, ex you have expectations because it creates self-love and that's the biggest thing about and that's why I love doing this work because people develop so much self-love it's not being selfish it's like you know what you're worth and you have expectations and it's like you treat people um, with with incredible amounts of love and respect but you've got to expect that back it has to you know, be mutual and to that point Dave when you're talking about um the person, you know, whoever in the household is doing the work, how it starts to impact everybody in the household, because you all overlap. You are a collective consciousness or you're in each other's energy fields or however you want to describe it. You know, telepathically, you're connected to your children, to your spouse. I mean, you can't spend that much time with each other, and not overlap. So when the person starts to do the work, what I've seen and I've seen it numerous times and people come back and tell me all the time is that like they used to react to their children. They used to react to their spouse. And because they're very grounded now and they come from a place of being open, they actually act. So instead of some the drama coming in and then reacting to it, which was an old behavior, the drama comes in and they stop it. They cut it off. And then they give those skills back to the other person about, wait a minute, you know, is that really your issue? Is that really your problem? Why are you stuck there? And so then the whole universe around you starts to move and everybody starts to move with you whether they're doing your work or not. And we're right now, a, 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 guy that's work, a guy that's working with David is a CEO. And he came to him because um, he felt that his intuition wasn't as strong as it used to be because he's had a lot of really complicated business dealings. And he, and a couple of weeks ago, he said, you know, I feel really guilty taking this time for me because I've got a family and kids. He said, but I just really realized that this time actually is for my family. He said, it took me two months to figure out that the time that I spend with David is as much for me as for my family. And I did it for business, but I see so many benefits to my family life now that my entire family is benefiting. So, you know, oftentimes we get so busy, like you think, oh, I can't do this for me. And then you get into a space where like, well, I, I, I'm not just doing it for me. I'm doing it for everybody and everybody's not willing to do the work. So if I do the work, then we all benefit. And it's pretty exciting because you start to see all the people around you. Everybody shifts at different levels. People that work with David shift, people in your environment shift. But there are so many people in my world that now work with David because they feel that I have helped them so much that they want to go directly to the source. So it's kind of exciting because to your point, you know, people think, oh, I can't spend this time on me. But the reality is you spend your time on you and you free up all these things for everybody else. Yes. Can you mind telling us your story about how you found David and the kind of work that you did with him and how he helped you? Uh, sure. Um, in 2011, my 18 year old daughter was on her way to college and her car flipped and she died instantly. And uh, I have a son that at the time, my son was 12. And um, prior to that, I had been a very successful and accomplished uh, business person. And I had actually retired early in order to spend time with my children. So we were all very close. Um, and it was devastating because, again, as I said earlier, I came from a place of 
believing that I could do anything I set my heart to. Like I was very based in believing that if you worked hard and you had integrity and you were good to people, you treated everyone with respect, that you could achieve whatever you wanted. Um, so this very much devastated me because it was well, completely outside of my control and certainly not something I ever expected. Um, but my immediate reaction was that I needed to do something to help my son because I didn't want him to define his life path based on losing his sister and that he was going to be an only child and just all the ramifications of a 12-year-old boy because they were very, very close. So I sought uh, a traditional medical path, to, you know, went to psychologists and psychiatrists and grief counselors, and I wasn't finding what I needed in order to get back to the life that I thought that I, that I, that I could find for Pierce and myself. And of course, Jim, but most I, I was most worried about Pierce at the time. Um, and he gave me the strength to keep looking. And where I ended up finally was um, I had a friend of mine who was very involved in the energy world and not, not something I was ever familiar with, but because I was so open and desperate uh, to find a path to reconnect, um, she sent me to a person that uh, um, actually channeled energy. In, uh, and so I went to see them and they were, they were from Croatia and um, I went to see them and it was like it was like going to the gas station like I would show up and the guy would channel energy and I would leave feeling like better than I had ever felt since her death. And after about 3 weeks of that I called my friend and I said, "You know, this is really great, but I'm not really a person who likes to depend on people. I'm kind of a person who likes to do the work and do it myself. So I want to learn how to do this myself." And she said, "Well, there's a there's a person in Australia that I know." She said, "But if you go to him, like he he won't he won't do it for you." And if you agree to do it with him, he's going to hold you accountable. And if you don't do the work, you know, he's, he's really not a guy that wants uh, perpetual clients. He's someone who believes his role is to come here and teach people to take control of their energy, to take control of their, their environment. And once you learn the skills, then, um, and then you're done. So I started working with David. And the first time I worked with him, um, I knew I I knew the next morning when I woke up that he definitely was going to be the person that would help me get there. I also knew that he was going to be, he was going to challenge me along the way. And there were probably going to be times that I would um, have great uh, challenges uh, because he doesn't, he doesn't, um, he, he expects people to show up all the time and do the work. So I did that. And then uh, when I finally finished um, working with him, um, my daughter came to me in a dream and uh, she said, I brought you to David. I want you to bring him to the world. And so in her honor, I set up a company called Heart and Soul Productions and uh, I took David to grieving parents um, and an organization called Helping Parents Seal, which now endorses him. And he speaks at their international conference um, every other year. And he's helped numerous uh, grieving parents. Uh, find a path back to enjoying their life again because the trauma of losing a child, like he was saying earlier, when you detune, you start picking up everybody else's messages. Um, the trauma of losing a child, you completely shut down. I, a lot of people completely shut down because um, a parent invests so much energy into a child and that love energy, it's love energy. And so when you lose a child, that love energy goes with them. And so you feel a big hole in your energy field. It's real. So learning how to detach from that and bring your energy back allows you to be fulfilled again. That, that, that big thing that was missing is back. And I know it for myself and it, is, it was life changing. And so I felt like um, I was fortunate enough to have been retired 
and to have the resources. And I also believe my entire career prepared me to work with David and build a website and get his message out. His information is complicated. I don't come from his world. So trying to adapt that information into a place that, that the world I come from, which is consumer products made sense, was a challenge. But he's I'm really happy that I can work with him and bring him to people who are ready to experience uh, whatever it is they feel they're missing in life, whatever trauma. And you know, it, it's interesting because people are like, oh, that's the worst thing that could happen to a person. I don't, I don't measure trauma at any level. Like, I don't think this is worse than that. Trauma is trauma. You know, whether you were in an abusive relationship, whether you lost a child, whether your, uh, you know, your work environment is 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 debilitating. Trauma is trauma. And trying to find a way out of that place and find joy again and be able to sleep and enjoy the simple things in life and embrace what we have here. You know, every day I live in honor of Alex and, I, and I'm grateful for what she brought me and also the lessons that I've learned in this lifetime that I would never learn without this. Uh, that's not to say that I don't miss her, but I have found a path to experience joy again in a way that I never thought I, I never expected. Yeah, yeah, because and I think so many people, if they've had any type of loss in their life, they just don't know really how to recover from that or how to let go. Well, every, everybody invests in everything, Wendy, yeah. as you know, and um, it's one of those things that I showed you. It doesn't matter who you are, you have a stream of investment where you invest your energy, you invest consciousness, you invest love, and it's the same in the workplace, and um, often we'll throw good energy and good consciousness and good love at things that um, really sometimes we should cut. You know, it's, I mean, there's so many CEOs that I've worked with and and I said, okay, don't make any too many radical decisions over for the next few days because I said, you're going to see where people are being efficient, where people are being, you know, and like, and then it's it's quite... I mean, people then have said, look, you've really helped me because um, I hadn't been very decisive in in what I'd, I'd and how a lot of the company had been going. And then a lot of people have got, they've got rid of some people but brought other ones in who did, who, who are way more um, competent at what they were doing or they got rid of um, the drama in some, one, because one person can make a whole place toxic, you know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, we just or even changing that person, just having a little bit of a chat to them and saying, well, you know, this isn't on, you know, I've let you get away with it up to here, but I'm not going to let you get away with it anymore. You know, it's like you have to change, you have to fit in, you know, but it gives it also it means that you move into your intuition because that's the biggest thing with detuning. Um we have so many different types of intuition and instinct. And if we don't use them, we circumvent a lot of uh, very important decisions that we should be making in life. And um, that's, I mean, yeah, I see that exaggerated often when I'm talking to CEOs and scientists and that when they get back to me and say, I've never been so productive in my life. I've got more, more done in a week than I did in a month before. But if they were to go back and look where they make those changes, you know, it's not sometimes big changes. Sometimes they're, they're small changes just here and there, but they have such a large effect. Mm -hmm. And it's the same in everybody's relationship. 
because the biggest relationship we need to change or complement is yourself. It's fine because what happens is when we detune, our energy basically slows down. The, this is the energy within your consciousness. And it, it defra we need to defrag it, basically, because one, it slows down. But in lots of places, we have what is like a little energy cycle. And anywhere that we have an energy cycle that is open or where your energy isn't moving creates a vacuum. So this is something everybody can understand. If part of your energy isn't moving or part of your conscious isn't moving, then your life isn't moving. But it does one thing. It creates a vacuum. And as soon as we create a vacuum, what happens? We suck up everything else that's around us. Basically, we become consumers, okay, which is something you found immediately. And when we don't consume everybody else's crap, we're not taking on their point of view. We're actually finding something, well, that might be good for them, but it doesn't really help me, yeah? It means that also people with very busy heads, or they thought they were busy <laughs> because they were busy with other people's that. If you're trying to, if you've got your consciousness and you're taking on other people's, it means you're ultra busy because we have these little cycles sort of going on in our head over and over and over. It's like the little um, mouse on a wheel. Like that and toxic, it, toxic broken yeah, record. You <laughs> yeah, and you can't. So as soon as, as soon as you delete that, it's like, oh my god, I can hear. Uh, it, Oh, yeah, I can relax. I can focus. Yeah. And it, you I don't can... have all this crap going on in your head. You know, all this drama, it just goes. Yeah. Now you can actually see what you need. And it's and it's a beautiful thing to see people actually get to that point. And then it's like, wow, I can live again now. And then they see, as soon as your head's quiet, you actually see what's needed. Because you can actually hear yourself, you know. Because you've got, you've got to make you important again. You've got to put you back into that picture of your life because most people don't realise how much they've dis, um, disconfigured their actual the picture of themselves from, from their life. It's like their life is looking at this, this, this and this. And if someone said, well, where's the picture of you in that? And sometimes it's not. You don't, you don't even come up. Everything that's important, it's like, I've got to do great in my job. I've, yeah, but what about yourself? Yeah. And it, bring, and it brings a lot of balance back into your life, doesn't it? Yeah. And so how do you teach people to, to detox their relationships, you know, with themselves and others? And like, what are, do you work one-on-one? -on -one? Is it a group coaching session? Like, what does that look like? <laughs> well, I really um, enjoy working one-on-one -on -one for, for some um very definite points, but everybody has much of the same, the same thing. Okay. So it's, it's just as easy to work. And in fact, I find people work sometimes better as a group. So when I have, you know, eight or 10 people, or even up, even when we do workshops, when we've got hundreds of people, people, it's funny, I can see people linking up everywhere. And they all help each other, basically. So um, what happens is first we've got to make sure that um, when you send a message or information through your body, we've got to make sure it goes through your whole body. So 
one of the first things we do is we make sure that your information can go through your whole body and not just stay in your head because most people laugh when I show them how much their energy just stayed in their head and it wasn't shifting. And, and I show people how a very quick way on how to dump the energy of everybody else. So when we use neutral energy, it does one amazing thing. It just looks out for you. It looks out for your personal energy, okay? It's about you, no, nothing else. It means I can't influence it, nobody can influence it, okay? As soon as you show people how to use neutral energy, it goes and finds the you. It also means that we're also able to do the biggest part that most people is they don't get feedback. You're great at sending a message, but we don't get the feed, whole feedback. So when we have consciousness, we've got to be able to send a message out, get feedback, and then we've got to be able to process it. In all areas of that, we've got to make sure that nobody is interfering. And that's one of the first things we did, yeah? One of the other things that um, most people um, are unaware of is that when we split, what happens is that part of your consciousness can actually go outside your body. And, it, and it's a strange thing, but I found this 30 odd years ago when friends came to, came to meet me and, and I looked at them really strange and they said, what's wrong? I said, it's like there's a big ghost or something following you. And from that point on, I realized that this wasn't a ghost. It was people's energy and it was people's conscious that was sitting outside them. And, I mean, it took me a while. I mean, this was 30-odd years ago. <laughs> so, but when if, if you could imagine that your energy and your consciousness is sitting outside you as much as, so you split 50-50, part goes deeper into the deep subconscious and your subliminal conscious, and the other half will sit outside you. So when that energy is sitting outside, it's very able, it's very easy for that to be manipulated or pushed around or pick up crap, basically. Okay. <clears throat> but the biggest thing is that when our energy doesn't move, and as I said before, we act like a vacuum, yeah. So everybody is probably pretty aware that they have some people in their life who can't <laughs> wait to come and see you, and you just almost take on all their crap and they drop all their drumming on and, oh god here they come again and this is what <laughs> women do they sh okay. show up <laughs> rah, 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 rah. he did this that yeah. and that okay. she did that and so they women just throw up all over each other exactly typically yeah. with all of their stuff their drama <laughs> and, and then they leave and they're feeling great and you're like oh. you feel great you feel like crap jeez <laughs> oh, so <laughs> Another way to think about this, and this is the way I, I um, articulate it to people, is it's imagine that as a big wet sponge, okay? But imagine all those it coming on to you over your lifetime, right? And we're all not just 15 or 16 anymore, you know? We're, we're a bit of, so imagine how much you've developed over years. That's a lot of crap sitting on you, yeah? So you've got all this energy and and consciousness of other people or forced mentality and behavior. And it's just sitting on you. So as soon as we start to use neutral energy, we're actually able to unwind it, which you felt, yeah? And this is just, this is in the very first day, yeah? Because we're only going with what you do basically in the first session or so. 
we release that. So imagine how much that you've picked up. Imagine all the um, different places that you've gone to in your life. Imagine the workplaces. Imagine where you've partied and all the crap <laughs> gone out partying. I mean, we all haven't been angels, yeah? yeah. <laughs> We've lit. I mean, yeah. I mean, even if you just went to church, you know, there's got to be crap there. You know, everyone's got, doesn't matter where you go, there's crap. Everyone's got a little agenda. So if that's sitting on you, that means that you, your energy and your conscious doesn't really have a space for you to be you. That's pretty big, isn't it? I mean, really, as soon as you try and go out there, all you feel is, so as soon as you release that big load of um, crap, you've got somewhere you actually have a space to be you. So what we're doing is we create an environment for you so that you know you're secure in that, which means that you can develop and you can grow, firstly and foremostly. It also means that we start to, once we sh we've shown you how to use neutral energy, we move on to the next big thing, and that's we teach you how to use your intuitive energy and intuitive consciousness, yeah? Now, as soon as we show you that, it does one of the biggest things in the world. It begins to show you that you have a spirit conscious <clears throat> because it's the one that really um, drives everybody's body. Now, it's got nothing to do with being religious or anything. It's just... It's plain. We have a spirit conscious. We take it from life to life. But it's also the one that just drives us. It tells us fundamentally what, how our intuition works, how our instinct works, and we all know we rely on intuition. And if you ask all Forbes people, who all the um, entrepreneurs, they've done lots and lots of studies, how has everyone made their money? Through intuition. You ask them, and that's how they've done it. Yeah, and they make the right decisions, they make up at the right make, time. But it's the same for everybody, you know. And we all have different strengths, yeah. It's just that we see that. But we all have different abilities in different areas. So if we're using our intuition in whatever strength it is, whether you want to be the best mom, you want to be whatever, you make the right, you start to make the right decisions. But the biggest thing is with intuition, it's how we develop our consciousness. It's also how we start to use, it's like we start on our, what is our everyday consciousness, yeah? And you've you felt how your consciousness grew from just one small part to expanding, 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 and all of a sudden you see you've got all these opportunities, I can do this, I can do that, and so you, you move into it. And, it's, and then life's more fun, yeah, because you find these opportunities <clears throat> and you're not seeing yourself as a small spectrum, you're seeing yourself with a large spectrum. You have all these different availabilities and things that, and you find all these things that are fun. So you, you, you actually move on with your life. But everyone has trauma, yeah? Not just stress, trauma. Everyone's had some trauma in their life. So when we start to use your um, spirit energy, we fix trauma. It's how one I fixed Lilla. So when I met Lilla, you can imagine she's she's lost a, her eldest child, and to say how she looked, I'd say she looked like she was dead. 
she didn't look. I should have, for all the people I've taken a shot of, she. I should have taken a screenshot of her. I mean, I did. I should have taken that with a lot of people, you know, and like you know, because I've worked with helping parents heal and things like that. Um, it's they're just extreme cases, yeah, but it's extreme loss, you know. And like these people come to see me, they're shaking, and they've shake. They've basically been shaking since that they had that trauma, yeah. And they're still um, been shaking, you know, sometimes five and eight years later. Yeah, and you work with people also with addictions that are, exactly. they're right. trying to cover up the pain and they just don't know any other way. Exactly. It's a coping and, mechanism. Or, you know, you've lost your job and, th- and things like this, you know. We all, and they have this problem. So as soon as I start to use your spirit energy, all of a sudden people start to smile. And it's the most beautiful thing. And it, and it, and once I see that, I mean, I do it just almost do this work for nothing sometimes, but just to see that because it's the most beautiful thing to see somebody transform from somebody who's an absolute mess and you see this person come out and they start to smile. As soon as they smile, it means that their consciousness has made a full cycle. It means that they know how to send their energy through their body. They know how to bring their feedback back through. And it gets to their processes. Not all your processes are in your head, but you find it. You, there's lots of, because of cellular memory, we have processes all through our body. But people turn on and they find how to use all these different types of conscious, which means that you become stable, okay? You haven't, you haven't, um, you haven't you're not entirely fixed, but hey, you've got a point you can start from, and that's the biggest thing. When I, the first, that's why the first time I do, I help people. It's often for a, a couple of hours, yeah, because I'm not about to leave somebody until they're stable, mm. and that's one of the biggest things. Once you're stable, then you can get used to being stable because it's a big change. It's a fast change, and if you've been in a state of trauma for a while, it's a big shock to move from trauma back to being stable again, yeah? And, you know, Wendy, when you were talking about, asking about how does he teach people this, like I said earlier, you know, part of what I've been trying to do is take what I learned and adapt it into a way that I understand it. And in David's uh, work, it's like understanding that um, we all have, uh, you know, it's very easy to, to know when we hurt, hurt ourselves physically. And so we go to see a physical therapist or we go to see a trainer. When you say, how does he teach you? Well, how does a physical therapist teach you to be able to walk again on your knee after you had an ACL? It's, it's a series of exercises. His exercises are consciousness or energy exercises. So it's a little bit different to understand versus when you talk to people about physical exercises that bring you back to physical health. These are consciousness exercises that bring you back to conscious health. And I and the conscious health, which it, which attaches to the spirit or the consciousness or what I call intuition, I, I look at it as like a router, which I always think it's funny that that's his name. So like a router sends a signal, right? And if you have bad, if you have a bad signal or you don't have good upload or download speed, you don't get the information you're seeking. So it's the same in working with the consciousness and the energy that David does. He helps you clear up and strengthen your signal and improve your software so that when you download information and you upload, you have very high speed. So you're getting your messages more rapidly and then you get stable and you start to feel like, oh, 
I know what's going on in my life. I know what decisions I should be making, you know, versus seeing that spinny thing on your screen when you're seeking for something and you just don't have the speed to get the data. Yeah. Or, <laughs> oh, maybe I should dump my boyfriend or whatever, whatever the <laughs> well, case may be. We're pretty, we're pretty similar to a computer. Yeah. Uh, right. When you look at energy, I mean, it, we're so similar. Yeah. 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 And so you, and you teach exercises, like what you stabilize people you give people these extra like an exercise to do in the morning and in the evening that uh i don't want to say tai chi but it's almost kind of like that it's these exercises to help ground you to help protect your energy and remain stabilized correct that's right so the biggest thing i'm showing people is it's not like a normal grounding i call it a grounding but it's really an activated grounding so it's not like earthing or what you you know just walking out in the out in the sand or on the grass because you can do this anywhere you can be on the you can be on the 50th floor of a building and do it, it doesn't matter where or when you do it um so first thing in the morning is i teach people how to ground so that their actually their mood their energy moves and that's the biggest thing we have to keep your energy moving so what we do is we activate your energy. So after a while, you do this automatically. Yeah, you, Your energy just activates automatically. But you have to start teaching it. You've got to train it to move. And then all of a sudden, it does it all the time. But the other thing is that once you start to activate your energy, something amazing happens. You start to see the potential that you have. Because you have all these different parts of consciousness that are sort of loping along. They're not really, really functional, yeah? So all of a sudden, as you start developing the energy, all of a sudden, you start to see that you've got all these different potentials and possibilities. And that's why every day I ask people to do a certain grounding. Boy, it takes a whole three minutes. It's a long, it takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to so do it. About, yeah. yeah. It's, and um, even for people who haven't done the work, it can help somebody to um, even even just connect to that. Also, at nighttime, we have a different, um, different exercise, and it's basically so that you can calm your body down so that we can become extra flexible because during the day we're activating, but at night – we want to heal ourselves. So this is so that you can stabilize your consciousness and just allow it to heal so that we become ultra quiet, which means that we can, of course, gain beautiful sleep. And we all need that sleep every day because our mind has to become nice, quiet, then we can sleep. Um, you know, I want to add add one thing to that because it, 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 uh, a friend of mine brought this up to me that worked with David, who was in um, uh, who's in the financial world, and he said that uh, he was going into what he knew was going to be a very challenging meeting, very stressful meeting. It was a meeting with um, a, a client, and they were having they were trying to reach a, a, a negotiable deal point, and it was it had become very stressful. And he said, so on my way into the meeting, I thought, you know, I'm going to ground. And I'm going to just try and create a neutral environment for myself. So when I go into this, I don't act or react. I just try and sit and find a solution. 
He said, so I, I did it. And he said, when I walked in the room, he said it was incredible because the entire room shifted because I didn't come in with like an expectation or a position. I came in very neutral because I had just grounded. He's like the whole room, I could feel it. It just shifted and everybody kind of relaxed. And they all kind of took a deep breath. He said, and we sat down and in 20 minutes, we cleared everything out and we all left satisfied. He said, it was the most powerful thing I've ever experienced in business and something that I would have never expected to do, except I was just so consumed with the expectations of this meeting. I thought, I gotta, I've got i got to just release everything. Mm -hmm. So it can sometimes, work that. Sometimes I forget all the things I tell people. But um, <laughs> I in, remember. That, in that case, <laughs> I, had, I had told him to actually do that um, in meetings because what happens is then when you move into a meeting like that, it also means that people don't have that um, expectation that you're going to come all of a sudden. You've got to do this, you've got to do that, or you're going to miss an opportunity. You know, or it's just like you move in there. It, it allows for an opportunity to happen. Basically. Yeah, where there's no ego or manipulation or a power trip. It's just, I'm present, let's do this. And, it, and it's helpful in a parenting situation as well, because having been, you're a parent, I've been, I am a parent, kids have the ability to absolutely come in hard, uh, you know, with a position or an idea or a reaction. And, you know, oftentimes in preparation for a discussion that I know is not going to be well received for my child, I will ground, get calm. Get ready for battle. <laughs> Right, but I used to be, well, no, I used to go in like all ready for battle, right? Like, yeah, okay, I'm going to overpower them, yeah. <laughs> I'm the parent. Yeah. It, it doesn't, doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. It usually exploded. So this, and not that this is, this is always the perfect outcome, but I find that it is a lot more constructive of an outcome because I go in a lot more neutral and willing to listen instead of react. I stay focused on actions that are constructive and, and, and teachable moments. And we say that, but a lot of times when there's a lot of drama and there's a lot of anxiety around you and your child about something that you believe they should have not done and that you're unhappy about, or I was unhappy about, we come in kind of fully loaded and, and taking a step back and grounding and releasing all that. And then just coming in to change the dynamics of that relationship as well. We have that actually on our um, website, how to ground, but at the end of the of this podcast, we can actually show people if we've got time. Yeah, well tell us, why don't you just tell us where people can find you and work with you and learn all of the, the tips about functional consciousness and, and detoxing the relationships. How do they go about working with you? Okay, um, we have a website, davidrowder.com. Um, we're going to have a, eventually we're gonna have a special for your clients. Yes. Who, just for you because <laughs> we've loved we've loved working with you as well um, and it's 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 just a special just for those so if they go to davidrowder.com they'll find um, a fair bit of information um, also there's a couple of exercises there isn't there yeah there's a couple of videos of um, uh, activated grounding and an overview of what yep. it is and then david also does uh as you can see behind him he um channels energy art and you can go to the art page and you click on any piece of art that that uh appeals to you and then there's an activation code of what your subconscious is asking for and then there's also a lot of really good information for people in the healthcare industry there is a woman named uh, dr beverly 
Kuhn, who is a dean of naturopathic school in New Mexico, and she's also a naturopath. And she worked with David and said that um, she had been in a car accident when she was young, and, and it was the first time in her life that she could actually start getting clarity in her intuition. So she wrote a curricular curriculum for him, which is on his website. And we've had healthcare providers who attend his workshop get CEU credits because there, it's, it's a well-known fact that in the healthcare arena, there's something called uh, counterference, where you actually pick up uh, your uh, client's uh, emotions and it impacts. And that's why a lot of people in the healthcare uh, industry become burnt out or have uh, difficulty because they come home because they're empaths or they're highly sensitive and they bring that stuff home. And so uh, the, the curriculum kind of helps you understand scientifically what David does, which is why Beverly gave it to him as a gift so that people understand from a science perspective what this work does and why it works and that it, it it's legitimized. So, um, it's just a good educational landing site, David's website is. But as he said, uh, we've got a land we have a landing page that'll uh, identify a couple of workshops, some video conferencing workshops for your clients. Then will be uh, four sessions, and then they can add on a private at the end if they want. Yeah, talking about Beverly's, um, it was it was actually interesting for me because when we had all this um, scientific um, instruments come and all the data, and it was really interesting because it could I could see exactly where people people's energy was all was, was all fractured. You know, you looked at it and you could see all these holes. And she said it was amazing. Everyone just the whole energy all closed up, and then they were all whole and solid. She said she's never seen it before. She said it was incredible. She so that's why she wanted to write the curriculum because. Um, she could notice how strong people's consciousness was actually getting. Um, so it was, it was just even for, from our perspective, it was, it's nice to see um, the scientific data being just backing up what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I highly, highly recommend that anyone listening to this do the package with David, do a one-on-one -on -one session with David, and just feel the results for yourself. Cause I've been working with you really over a year and I feel like I made such a tremendous amount of progress as I was going through a lot of stressors. A year ago I had sold my home and I wasn't, I was, you know, wasn't feeling well and going through a lot of trauma and changes uh, in a number of levels. And I just felt really overwhelmed and, and stressed and things like that. And it, your work uh, really changed things for me. I really turned a corner and really felt like I was able to, uh, you know, kind of find peace and listen to what it is that I wanted, not all these people pulling me apart, what they wanted, what their agenda was, and really listen to what I needed. And I was able to make the changes and make good decisions for myself. And today I'm re reaping the words of that. I feel super, super happy, super confident. I wake up and just an amazing mood and very, very clear. And it's really been largely in part to the work that I've done with you. So I wanted to thank you for, You're welcome. I, for I, I helping enjoy me with that. With <laughs> but yeah. also the, um, also the groups, the groups move um, incredibly quickly too. Um, mm -hmm. You don't always just have to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, sometimes if you've got a specific problem, um, it's worth it, but sometimes even if you work with me in a whole group, because um, we tackle a lot of the same the same things that basically everybody has, just maybe in a little bit different genre, so that um, 
you might have this, but, but it still relates to you. You know what I mean? It, it, every, it doesn't matter. This work sort of covers very vast tracts of what everybody has, um, and it it had it heads a lot of things head on, so that um, it doesn't matter what field you're in, we're going to tackle it. Yeah, basically. And- yeah, right. and you don't have to work one-on-one with you. And also, you don't have to be in person. I We work over Zoom. We work over the yeah. internet. Uh, doing, have, doing... Have, like, it was really funny. Like, yeah. well, even Lilla, I'd never met her for ages until I went for a trip to the States. And I thought, well, I had so many um, clients in the States. I thought I'd better come and I was going for a trip. I thought I'd better come and say hello to a few of them, you know, and um it, yeah. it was really nice to actually meet somebody in person because um, I had Lilla all fixed before I ever met her in person. Yeah, had her all fixed up. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. know, but it's odd because we're, because he lives in Australia, and you know, people in, in the international community because he's got a lot of clients in in the EU and in uh, Asia. They're used to working vid- on video conferencing, like that's how they operate, that's how they do business. Americans really don't do that. And so to work with him via video conference was strange for me. But now that I'm very involved in his business, we're like the only people. It's, it's like it's like it's like we're not on a metric system, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video conference. It's funny, like even talking to lawyers in the in the states, yeah. and that I'm saying, well, how about we talk on Zoom, or how about we talk on Skype? Um, oh, we haven't got it. No. <laughs> yeah, but it's so easy to do. Like even if someone's it's, not it's computer so savvy, it's you click a button and then the screen opens up and you start talking. Yeah. Like it's the easiest okay. thing. So that, my point was that you can be anywhere in the world, any like small town in the United States, you can work, do group coaching with David or work one-on-one with him. That's right. It doesn't and, matter where you are. Yeah. And so David, you're kind of like an unlikely, um, you know, uh, energy worker. So how did you kind of get into this? Like what, what is your story? Why did you, why are you today now working with people in well, teaching them about functional <laughs> consciousness? Um, my background is that I was a chef, but as a child, um, I could always see energy as a child. And luckily, my mother was a little bit open and open to what I what I did. So I, it's one of those things that I just never turned off. Um, it got to a point once when um, I was starting to tell. Um, because I used to be very clairvoyant in a lot of things until I turned detuned that and I didn't want to know a lot of things because I was, um, I was telling friends, Oh, you better, you better get, um, you mother, you better go ring your mother because, um, you know, she really needs to talk to you straight away. I said, she's got a problem. I mean, I knew that that lady was about to pass over. So I thought, hell, hell, you better start, you know, ringing her up. But that sort of information I didn't really want to know when someone's passing over and that sort of thing. But eventually um, I detuned out of that and I started to retune into um, how I could just help myself become – because I used to be over-highly sensitive. And so there's that's a lot of people out there that are. They're very, very, oh, very yeah. sensitive I mean, I was, and debilitated. I was, totally, I was so – you know, it's like um, – I had a point where it was very hard for me to be in large crowds all the time and um, it was driving me crazy and, and then I found and I found started using my own 
all own intuition and I and I got a lot of help. I got guided on where this is and where that was and, and certain things. And I mean, I've had lots of, um, I mean, I could share a lot of stories, but one that comes to mind is that um, I got sick of being a chef, so I bought a concrete truck business. And um, I was just sick of, because I had been an executive chef for quite a number of years and I just didn't want to deal with staff anymore, you know, like having hundreds of staff, you just don't want it anymore, you know. So um, it was probably about eight months after I bought that truck <laughs> and I was driving down the highway Friday afternoon before a long weekend and um, all of a sudden all, all, the, um, all the traffic in front of me just stopped. I mean, it stopped on a, on, a, on a pinpoint. And like when you're doing 100 kilometres an hour, in a concrete truck, you can't pull up in two seconds, you know. And I didn't didn't have enough braking um, area to go. And what happened was that um, I looked over to the over to the left where they were building a, another road because I was going to go work on a um, bridge. And in front of me, there was these kids on bikes who were trap uh, riding around Australia. So if I kept going, I was going to kill these kids. And it was also families in all these cars, so, you know, I was going to smash into them and God knows how many people I'd kill. So as soon as I said I can't, I can't hurt anybody, I turned my the truck, went down this embankment to, another, to where the road was being built on the other side. And, I mean, if you looked where I drove down, and, I mean, concrete trucks are, are top-heavy. And this thing, I, as soon as I did that, I went straight out of my body and I'm looking at this truck going from side to side, thinking, why isn't this thing falling over? And it, and it just kept going. And it, as it got up to the other road, it sort of um, it just, I thought, well, oh, what's happening here? And then that's when I was sucked back into my body. And that was pretty, that was one of the strangest things I've ever happened to me in my life. But it was a full out of body experience. So I could feel myself putting my foot on the brake and then finally putting the maxis on and stopping and hopping out of the truck and thinking this thing's going to be a, a wreck. I hopped out of the truck. There was nothing happened to it, nothing. And if you looked at where I'd driven over, there was, you know, there's no way I should have been able to drive. There's huge boulders. And that's when I heard my grandfather say, you got to do what you're meant to do, Dave. And that's when I decided, yeah, I'm not going to do what, and I'll just concentrate on this. But getting back to the question, I found that there was so many different things that I knew that I could help people with. So there was a couple of friends who'd um, experienced their um, their loved ones' um, suicide, so I helped them with that. There was a lot of highly sensitive people, but it just developed from bit and bit. But ever since that day, I've basically got a, a – um, what is it's like I get a um, I'm sat down and I'm taught every day, and if you ask Lila, every day I've got new information about something, and since yeah. and over the years it's it's a lot of information. So once you gather up all that information, you're able to help people in a lot of different fields, and you help um, people with burnout. You help um, you know nurses and doctors and and teachers all be able to go to work and enjoy their jobs and like um, PTSD. 
PTSD and people like that. Um, there's also people who've um, I've had um, lecturers who absolutely hated their job because same thing, counter-transference. They're picking up all the crap of their, their university kids and um, um, he sent me a thing, how do I get my mojo back? He said, I don't like life anymore. So, <laughs> And it was pretty funny that his, um, his secretary said, what's wrong with you? Because he came in whistling and singing, you know, as he came down the hallway. <laughs> and he said, well, <laughs> and from then on, he enjoyed doing what he was doing and he could do his job without that interference. And, um, and a lot of people have that experience where they are feeling like their life should be, they, their life is blessed. They're, they're doing things that they, they used to love and they have a relatively good life, but just aren't understanding why they don't feel joy, like why they don't feel That's happiness. That's right, and, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it follows over all genres. I mean, I've worked with people who from all, from all codes, from blue-collar workers up to people who've, I mean, they're billionaires or whatever, you know? And, like, some of the most unhappy people of sometimes the people who, who have the most but can't see what they have because they're too busy in other areas, you know, so they get get back to, you know, it doesn't matter what what your level you are, you know, you've all, everyone's got different things that you can find the joy of life back again because we do cut ourselves and one of the biggest relationships we need to foster is, is find that relationship with yourself because how can you love somebody else properly or find that right partner if you can't have that relationship with yourself because otherwise we make the same mistake when we go to the next relationship yeah yeah mm -hmm. repeat over, this over, repeat the and, same patterns and, and, yeah i mean how often do you see friends saying oh no they're doing it again yeah <laughs> never <laughs> and you know to that point what you're talking about like when you're missing something because i see that a lot with people and they overcompensate. Like they think, well, if I buy this car or if I take this trip or if I have this work done or if I buy this or if I have more money or if I am in better shape, like they, they, it's all these external messages, which, which demonstrates that they're picking up all these external messages because that internal messages, the internal messages aren't being achieved or accessed. And that's really what they're missing. What they're missing is that internal message. And so by clearing up your messages, you get that internal message. And the internal message is love. It's self-love. And that's what creates that ability to be so confident and happy and joyful because that thing you were missing was loving yourself. And once that happens, you start to attract real love because you love yourself and you attract people who really love you versus all these exterior messages that aren't yours. Yeah, and spending all your time chasing after things that are empty, money or sex or drugs or, or you know, just the company of, of people that are beneath you or that don't serve you. Um, you, you don't need that, that extraneous stuff anymore. You know, you find the people who actually, you find the people who are like so many people have said they've cut, you know, certain people out, but they've all been replaced by more people who are more genuine. You know, it's get getting rid of the fake. And then, and then, yeah. And I, I, mean, think, not every, I think that not actually, everyone's. I think that actually act, um, 
happens organically with your work. Like I look yeah. back and think I did lose a lot of my friends along the way um, or people that I would say now were probably more like acquaintances that I thought were friends, but I lost them. I, I, it's not like I cut them off. It's like they just didn't keep showing up because I wasn't there to let them dump on me and to let them, you know, come in and take my energy and then go away. Like I was so protected. They weren't getting what they wanted anymore. And so they left and then it opened up space for people who were attracted to who I was, which was somebody who wanted to support them and they supported me. And it was just a lot, a cleaner relationship and a lot healthier relationship. And, you know, I'm alone a lot more than I ever used to be, but I'm never lonely. Wait a second. Is that what happened to me? I'm like, all my friends were bailed. <laughs> I'm like, where did they go? But no, so the thing is, you know, you all my friends. Just say, are you happy? <laughs> all those friends, they always wanted to take and take and take. And that's yeah. one of the biggest things we show you is that um, everyone has been often giving and giving and giving. But instead of just, if you give and give and give, you get to the point where the cupboard's bare, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I had, I've had a few friends kind of just go go their own way and there wasn't any kind of conversation or people that I was really close to or all, you know, kind of, but new people have come in and, you know, other people have gone their own way. And it, it's just like an energetic thing when you're kind of, you know, really centered and you're kind of like uh, shining your light out in the world and you're ascending, so to speak. Some people just kind of naturally, they don't fit in that that diet, you know, that panorama anymore. You know? most, most people are... Paradigm. Are, are, they don't really tell everybody else what's going on in their life. They, they're very quiet about it and they just, they just do their stuff and, and they just notice what goes on because, you know, you just, you just want to see what's happening, you know. We'll, sometimes people um, view this as like their own little personal experiment and they just want to see the changes before they tell anybody all about it. Um, and often most people don't actually tell people that I'm, they've been working with me for quite a while and people just say, hmm, you've changed such a lot. How come you're so much more happy? Or yeah, what's, wrong so much, yeah. what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What are you on? <laughs> yeah. where, do we, where do we get it? Where do we buy it? Yeah. <laughs> Well, just go no, to DavidRouter.com. Uh, but yeah, so David, thanks for coming on the show and kind of explaining to us, giving us kind of a little snippet of what it is that you do. Because it's not an easy concept really to wrap your head around, but it is something you, you learn over time. You have a book, you've got videos on your website, you've got the group classes. I highly recommend everyone, uh, you know, if you feel like you, you're you know, you want more out of your life, feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed, and you've tried a lot of different things and really aren't really getting the results that you want, I highly recommend going to David's site and and trying it for yourself. So go to davidrouter.com, David, R-O-U-T-E-R.com, and they've got a special on there for, for my listeners. Thanks, Wendy. Yeah, thanks, thanks for Wendy. coming on. Great talking to you. And everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Myers Detox Podcast. Every week we talk about 
uh, everything related to heavy metal detoxification, but also energy work and energy medicine at times, bioenergetics and you know the latest biohacking techniques and things that I'm doing that have dramatically improved my life as well, like working with, with David. So thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week.